Welcome to the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. If you've ever felt like memorizing God's Word is an uphill battle, stay tuned. This podcast will help you make Bible memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. After all, knowing Scripture is the first step towards a fruitful, God-honoring life. So whether you're a new memorizer who needs some practical Bible memory tips, or a veteran memorizer who just needs some encouragement for their journey, stay tuned for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. I'm Dakota Lynch. And I'm Randy Williamson. And I'm Hannah Conner. So in this episode, we are digging into a topic that I think affects us all from time to time, especially those of us who have been memorizing Scripture for any significant period of time, and that is complacency and uh, just the general feeling that uh, you don't maybe feel like memorizing as much as you once did. So today's episode, we'll talk about the causes of that as well as the solution to that. But before we dive in, uh, we wanted to kick off by sharing a a neat quote with you, and this is uh, something that John F. Kennedy said right before America really doubled down on uh, going to the moon. So Take a listen to this quote from President John F. Kennedy. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone. That is a stirring clarion call from JFK. And his generation, uh, the baby boomers, they answered that clarion call. Within, what, nine years, America landed on the moon. And that generation of baby boomers, they were, they were marked by a drive. They were willing to sacrifice, they were inventive, and they were willing to let go of everyday comforts for a future greater good. Unfortunately, though, today, our generation is uh, the millennials, Generation Z, and they're known as the complacent generation. And they're known for not being mobile, uh, for being content with the status quo and just kind of laziness and complacency. What do you guys think? Do you think that that's a generational thing, or is that something that we all deal with on some point? I would say that is more of a generational thing, and it's not just something that has occurred once in history, but um, it's all throughout, and I think even just our human nature, it's easy to fall into complacency and um, the temptation to just be apathetic and not want to reach new goals and attain new heights. And I think, especially in this generation, it is difficult because it's more culturally accepted, I would say. And I think if we can look past that, that there will be greater rewards for that and greater blessings that will come if we can just push back that that temptation to be complacent, as difficult as that may be in the moment. Hannah, you used a phrase there uh, talking about what's culturally acceptable. And I think that, for me, has been uh, just one of the, the driving forces of my own complacency from time to time, because let's be honest, if you're memorizing Scripture, you're doing something that is not really expected of our culture. And to neglect Scripture memorization, even among Christians, is kind of culturally acceptable. And so we don't necessarily feel that that godly sense of uh, accountability and people pushing us on to those to those higher uh, grounds so, to that higher ground, so to speak. But we 
we sometimes just kind of let ourselves off the hook because no one else is kind of pushing us in that direction. But uh, let's talk for a minute about our own experiences, memorizers. And Randy, why don't you start and just share in your life, have you ever hit seasons of spiritual complacency? And if so, what has that looked like? But I guess before you answer that, why don't you uh, do what you always do and and, uh, kind of begin our time with a passage of the day that will just set the tone for our time. Sure, Dakota. Our passage from the day is from Psalm 119, and we're going to look at verse 25. And this is a prayer. Uh, The psalmist has examined himself, and he realizes that things are not as they should be, that he's grown complacent, that there is an, an earthliness about him. He no longer has a desire or taste for the things of the Lord. And his response is, he cries out to God. Listen to what it says in verse 25. My soul clings to the dust. Give me life according to your word. He cries out to the Lord. And the wonderful thing is when we do grow complacent, when we're in a spiritual dry patch or a rut, we might say, we can cry out to the Lord and he will answer. The psalmist got his answer. We see it in verse 26. He says, when I told of my ways, you answered me. Guys, isn't that reassuring? Hmm. That's great. I, I just love the the tangibleness of Psalm 119. You know, as someone who's rejoicing in God's Word and yet who's also at the same time acknowledging the sort of struggle that we can all relate to. Something else I like about that is when he's saying that his soul is clinging to the dust and he's asking God to revive him, to renew him, he says, do it according to your Word. You think when we grow complacent in Scripture and memory that the answer is in the Word? Yeah. That's great. And I think I've always read that and thought, is he appealing to some promise of God? You know, hey, uh, revive me as you said you would in your word. But I like that take that you just shared. Maybe it's uh, that God's word is actually the means of the refreshing. You know, revive me with your word. And what a beautiful thought that is. But yeah, Randy, share with us, have you ever encountered seasons of spiritual complacency, uh, especially in the area of scripture memory? And if so, what has that looked like for you? Sure. Um, probably the, the most extended seasons that I've had of, of spiritual complacency have come uh, from seasons of church conflict. I, I've spent many years in pastoral ministry, and as a result of that, some of the, the greatest challenges that I've had, some of the greatest hurts have actually come from the church, come from sheep. And I, I remember one particular season where it was a pretty rough stretch of church conflict, and I was very tired, very weary physically and emotionally, and I just lost a desire for the things of God, all of the means of grace, really. I struggled to pray. I struggled to read the Word, uh, much less memorize the Word. And as that set in, at first I thought, you know, I'm just tired. Uh, I just need to get through this. I just need to rest, maybe, sabbatical. But then I realized there was something deeper than that. It was more spiritual in nature. Um I was struggling with the things of God because on some levels I was upset with the Lord about the conflict and the results of it. And so the way that uh, that I got back on track was actually through repentance, through, through humbling myself before God, uh, healthy contrition, and repenting before Him. And the way, though, that it really started to manifest itself, uh, I would say, would be surrendered ground. Um, I started to notice, you know, we all have bosom sins. That's those very particular sins in our lives that we have a tendency to nurture instead of crucify. 
And when you see those bosom sins starting to ease back with a vengeance, you know that something is wrong spiritually. And I reached that point. I started to see some of these old things that I thought were gone a long time ago start to come up to the surface. And then I realized all is not well. You're not simply tired. Uh, There's something going on spiritually. Wow. Randy, I have found in my own journey that when when things like anger at God or just doubts about the goodness of God, when those um, just are, are placed to the side and ignored, it's impossible for those not to impact the other areas of our life. And as you said, sometimes they manifest themselves just in, in our behavior and in, in the sin that we pursue. Hannah, what about you? How has uh, complacency impacted your walk with the Lord, especially in the area of Scripture memorization? What, what have you uh, been through in that regard? Yes, I can actually relate to um, what Randy said in that area because whenever I have been complacent in Scripture memorization, I've noticed it's when I'm going through a particularly difficult time, whether it's circumstantially or spiritually, and I'm tempted to take the very Word of God and just put it on a shelf for the time being. Like Randy was saying, like it's almost a confusion as to why you are going through that time or um, maybe not a complete reliance upon God's promises and trusting in what he has said. And it's easier to just think, well, you know, I'll get through it. But until then, I'm just going to put a pause on memorization when in fact that should be the very thing that I run to. And that should be the the very thing that I go to for the help because that is the ultimate source of comfort and strength to even get me through that difficult time. Um, And so I've noticed a lot of complacency in those seasons, especially. Um, I've also noticed it though, when like more practically, if I don't have a lot of accountability in place, if I'm just kind of, you know, going through the motions, but I'm not really recognizing that um, I'm memorizing God's word. And um, if if I'm focusing too much on you know, just get this certain task done as opposed to these are very truths I want to internalize, then it can be hard to just keep going. And it's easier to let it slip because it's like, oh, it's just like one of those tasks, like one another one of those chores or things that you do every day that if you miss it, oh, just pick up the next day. And so when you don't have accountability, it's easier to fall into that. So those are probably some of the the biggest areas where I've noticed complacency in scripture memorization. And it's always something that God has been faithful to pull me through. But like Randy said, I have experienced that before. One example that comes to my mind is going to the gym. There was a time earlier this year when I was very consistent in going to the gym, and it was happening you know, five days a week, sometimes more than that. And yet I wasn't really going because I, I was convinced of the health benefits. It was just kind of my thing at the time. And, and that may have been all that I needed for that season. But, you know, when it stops being your thing, when you stop enjoying it just because it's fun, then you lose all of your motivation to go. And I think as scripture memorizers, there are seasons when it kind of feels like our thing. Like, hey, this is a lot of fun. I'm I'm excelling at memorizing. Maybe you're participating in a contest or your church is doing this. And it just feels very natural. You're actually deriving a lot of just pleasure from from the actual process of memorizing. And you might actually lose sight of the fact that this is spiritually necessary, that this is refreshing you in a, in a much deeper way. And then when the fun part goes away, you may not be left with any real motivation to continue. And for me, one of the biggest uh, sources of spiritual complacency 
and memorizing especially, has been when I when I cross uh, the finish line of some project I'm working on. Maybe I was memorizing a book of the Bible or one of Scripture Memory Fellowship's memory courses. And when I cross that finish line, sometimes I tell myself, I feel like I need a break. And maybe that's not altogether a bad idea, but I don't actually put a date on the calendar for how long that break should last. And before you know it, it's been three months before uh, or three months since I've memorized anything new. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one uh, here in this room who has struggled with complacency, but let's let's talk through how we have overcome that, because uh, at least my perception is that by God's grace, we're all actively memorizing now, even if that's been something of a back and forth in our lives. So Randy, how have you managed to kind of, uh, if I could say it this way, hook up jumper cables to your spiritual walk and get back on track? Yeah, well... Um... I would say that I take a holistic approach as I get back. Um, when you're neglecting Scripture memory, when you're growing complacent in that, that's really a symptom of something deeper. I think about uh, the old adage about the canary in the coal mine. You know, if something happens to the canary, there's a reason for it. If I'm not memorizing Scripture, there's a deeper reason. There's a spiritual reason behind it. So I definitely want to start off with some self-examination, some prayerful examination. You know, is there sin in the camp? What's going on in my life? What's what's not right that I'm not desiring the Word of God? So I would start there. But then after the spiritual side of it, I, I want to get back with baby steps. When you go for a time without memorizing, it's like you have a broke leg and you're needing to go through rehab. You wouldn't start immediately running. So I'm not going to start back my, my journey of memorization with, uh, you know, the Gospel of John or something, something really long, this huge challenge, I usually will go back to the Psalms. I will take a short psalm or a part of a psalm and start working through that. And I have a tendency to find a psalm that speaks to where I am in life. If through examining myself in prayer, I realize that there's a certain sin, a certain issue that I was going through that caused this, then I want to memorize a psalm that has to do with that. And that's one of the great things about the Psalter. You know, it speaks to all of the varied human emotions that we go through, anger, loss, uh, bitterness, depression, sadness, you name it, it's there. So I'll start with something like that and and make an easy win for me to get back into the routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. What about you, Hannah? How have you overcome these seasons of drought? Yeah, there are multiple different ways that... I can overcome just complacency as a whole in, in Scripture memorization, but it might depend on what specifically I'm dealing with. Like if it's a time crunch and I don't really think I have a lot of time, well, it's easier to you know, maybe wake up earlier or stay up later to fit that time in for memorization. But if it's something like Randy was mentioning that's more spiritually related or if I'm struggling in that way and it's causing me to put Scripture memorization on, on hold, I found it very helpful to just sit down and start again. Because if we were to always wait to memorize until we felt like it, we probably wouldn't get that many opportunities to do so. And I've noticed for me, it's been very helpful to just start back up again instead of being discouraged at maybe how I didn't do in the past or what I forgot to do or the things that I wasn't able to accomplish or the goals I couldn't reach. Instead of focusing on that, to focus more on the moment I have been given to memorize and the moment that's before me right now to be in God's word and then to do that diligently. And I've noticed that once I've just started with 
a passage, even if it's just reviewing something to start and then moving up to actually memorizing it. Regardless of how I feel beforehand, I will almost always, if not always, come away from memorizing encouraged, more encouraged than I was before. And I've spoken to other people as well where they don't always want to memorize in the moment and it's just a discouragement. All these other things are going on in their life. But when you can just step away from all of that and take like even just 15 minutes to just be in God's word and have the uninterrupted time to memorize, it will naturally build you up and will encourage you. That's great. You know, going back to my uh, example of going to the gym, if I skip going to the gym for a week, maybe that represents 20 miles that I didn't run. I would never say to myself, I need to catch up and run 20 miles in a day. And yet I think sometimes we do that in our scripture memorization. At least I have. You know, I, I use SMF's app called Verse Locker to memorize and you can schedule certain verses for review. And if you fall behind, you might open up the app and see that you've got 200 verses that you need to review. Man, that can just really cause you to feel intimidated. And it can really cause you to fall even further behind because you certainly aren't going to embrace that challenge today. And yet I've really found it helpful just to start from scratch and say, okay, I'm not behind. I might feel like I'm behind, but I'm just going to forget about the lost time and the lost progress and as you said, Randy, maybe even totally change goals and forget about this thing that I was trying to memorize and instead start with an easy-to-reach target. Maybe that's a favorite psalm. And I have found that having those incremental goals that are easy to reach is a lot better than having these long-term goals. So just in general, as you're memorizing Scripture, don't say, I want, I want to memorize the Sermon on the Mount by you know, the end of the year or you know, within the next six months. But put a, put a more uh, reachable goal on the calendar and say, I want to finish Matthew 5 within the next you know, 30 days. And, and to me, that's also a way of just avoiding these seasons of drought in the first place because, yeah, when you've got those, those easy-to-reach uh, milestones along the way, that can be so refreshing. So we are almost out of time as we wrap up this episode, but before we... Uh, uh, wrap up here and sign off. Randy, do you have any final words that you'd like to share uh, with our listeners? Yeah. Don't be a lotus eater. Don't be a lotus eater. I feel like my um, curiosity has been uh, intrigued here, so you're going to have to unpack that for me and, and hopefully some of our listeners too. So um, in the Odyssey, Odysseus and his crew, they're on their way home from the Trojan Wars. I forget where they stop. But they eat, they, they go on this island, I think it is, and they eat this fruit, and it makes you become complacent, and they forget about home and the lotus eaters. So we don't want to be lotus eaters. We don't want to grow complacent and forget about our home. We're on, on a pilgrimage. We're headed to the celestial city, the heavenly Zion, and memorizing Scripture is a part of that on our journey, so we don't want to get complacent. Don't be a lotus eater. Don't be a lotus eater. It makes sense now. Thanks for sharing that. And and one final thing I'll share. Um, don't underestimate how excited you'll be when you finally get back into memorizing. You know, sometimes we think, boy, that's just going to be a chunk out of my day. Well, when you finally shut the door to that prayer closet and you open up your Bible and you're back in the Word, what what a source of encouragement that's going to be. All right, as we wrap up here today, we want to encourage you to follow us here on the Scripture Memory Podcast so that you don't miss any future episodes. Also, consider visiting scripturememory.com slash refresh, and that's where you'll find a memory course 
with 21 memory verses for dry seasons. So if that's where you're at and you're finding yourself just a little bit out of it spiritually, that's a memory course that will help you get back on track. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. As always, be blessed as you memorize Scripture, and be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. At SMF, our mission is to help you know, live, and love God's Word. If you're ready to take the next step in your Scripture Memory journey, visit us online at scripturememory.com or download Verse Locker, our free Bible memory app. As always, be blessed today as you take time to enjoy God's Word. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.